We're delving deeper into the world of mining and engineering from the coalface with Martin Creamer. Indeed, it's that time again on a Friday when Updated Noon presents another update from the coalface with Martin Creamer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, Sakina. So investment in mineral exploration has sunk to its lowest level since the start of our democracy in 1994. Yeah, this was the sad news from the Joburg and Daba, which took place this week. This is the ninth Joburg and Daba. And at the eighth Joburg and Daba, we had the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy promising that they would have a an exploration strategy in place by the start of the year. We heard from the minister that that has now been completed and it is going to go to cabinet. But it is just these delays all the time that were really lamented at the Joburg and Darba because you get some strong strident statements made that uh, deadlines will be met, but that never seems to be happened. And the sentiment was put over, you know, that we used to uh, be very good at putting forward planning and policy, but now and we weren't good at implementation. But now they're starting to wonder whether we also bad at putting forward plans because these things take so long to come forward. And we know that the mining industry saved our economy. They pay triple the tax that they normally pay. This is an industry that needs to be boosted. But instead, if you don't explore, you actually mean that the industry is going to die at some stage because every ounce that you take out of the ground, you meant to put another ounce back and this is just not happening. Martin, uh, interesting story as well this week. South Africans are being hurt by companies of significance uh, that are not open to public scrutiny. Yes, we need transparency now. We're finding that companies do not want to go on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. They do not want to be seen. They hide under the radar because There are certain obligations that you have if you're on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange and you have to report. Now, we've got some very big companies. I mean, we've got mining companies employing thousands of people. They have, you know, dozens of mines in their group and they've got obligations. They've got environmental obligations. They've got social obligations, but they stay off the stock exchange. So nobody can see what is actually going. And we know with mining there can be so much corruption if you do not have the transparency you know you can your transfer price pricing can be wrong and the, the, these companies export and they can do all sorts of things with uh, the exportation if you are not watching them so the call is being made that if you are a socially significant company if you are environmentally significant if you are economically significant you should be forced to go on the stock exchange, in this case, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, because if you are a mining company, you are actually taking ore out of the ground that belongs to the people of South Africa. That happened since 1994, where the state became the custodian of the mining industry. It became a custodian of those assets. So we should be knowing exactly what's going on there on a regular basis. This is not happening. You find that the number of companies on the stock exchange is dwindling. You know, it's gone from 700 to 305 trading. And there are some big companies coming off. We know there was one company that came on, but that was because of an unbundling. Most of the time, the small companies can't get on because they do not get funding anymore because uh, CISA actually will only fund bigger companies. There's no stockbrokers anymore. So there's so much changing and there should be an insistence 
that big companies that are socially and environmentally and economically significant must be forced to list on the exchange so we can see what's going on. Martin, major mining license backlogs are also delaying job creation. You know, this is the thing. You know, Parliament has been told that there was a backlog of 5,000 mining and prospecting right and mineral right applications. And again, at the Joburg and Darba, you know, questioning came up, is this backlog being taken away? You don't get a clear answer. Some people say that at the rate that is happening, it'll take 10 years. Now, if you do not actually give these rights, you stop an enormous supply chain from going on. We know that the mining industry has a supply chain second to none. So if you do not give these rights and these mining activities and the exploration and the uh, activity of a mine does not take place with the processing, there are so many other jobs that are not created. So the plea is now going out that, you know, rather get capacity build capacity inside the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy so it can actually get rid of this backlog because in getting rid of the backlog, you're going to create so many jobs, not only in mining itself, but right along the supply chain. We know how long that supply chain is. You know, it's not only engineering, it's not only banking, it's ports, it's rail, it's all sorts of activities along the logistics front, but you need to get the activities going. And if you don't put the license through, this will not happen. And we did not get clear indications from the minister at the Joburg and Darba as to what they're going to do to get rid of this terrible backlog. Well, we'll leave it there for today. Thanks so much, Martin Kremer, Publishing Editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. And Martin will be back with another edition of At the Coalface, same time next Friday.